My Hockey Hero is proudly supported by eBay Canada. Hello, my name is Dean. I live in Burlington, Ontario, and I love hockey. Ever since I was a kid, I collected hockey cards with spirit change my dad gave me. As a black person, to see others like me on the ice inspired me. They were my role models and showed me hockey is a game for everyone. I've collected 100 rookie cards for NHL's black and biracial players, and I'm going to talk to all of them so you can learn their stories. But I collected all the cards and uh, you know, I was a typical Canadian where I just fantasized about being a NHL hockey player and collecting cards was a big part of that. Bernie Saunders was born in Montreal, Quebec and moved between Toronto and Quebec throughout his childhood. Bernie graduated from Ajax High School in Ajax, Ontario and played with the Quebec Nordiques during the 1979-80 and 80-81 seasons. I, I felt at the time I was exactly where I was supposed to be. You know, I, I had done all the work in preparation for making it to the NHL and the exact place where I was supposed to be at that point in my life. His rookie card is from 1979. It shows a young Bernie in the blue and white of the Nordiques. As he's leaning forward holding his stick, he looks calm, happy, and in the moment. Let's meet the man from the card. It's funny, I, I don't have a, gr a great memory, but for things like that, I do. And it, it was during training camp, my first year with, with the Nordiques. And they just had a camera set up on the ice before practice. And the guy came out on this red carpet and um, when it was your turn, they just called you over and they, they took an action shot and, and, a, and, a, and a standstill shot. And like I said, it's funny. I don't remember a lot of things, but I remember that like it was yesterday. Bernie's passion for hockey began when he saw his older brother on the ice. Yeah, I was born in Montreal, but, um, you know, age three or so, we moved to Toronto. My brother is John Saunders. He's famous for um, being one of the um, first broadcasters on ESPN. Uh, we skated on the on the pond rinks uh, with a, with a double barrel um, blades and whatnot. And uh, John uh, joined a team called State Farm Insurance. And back in that time, I'm not sure what the rules are now, but back in that time, you started playing hockey at six. And so John started at six and started off as, as a goalie. And as the story goes, it's kind of family folklore. Uh, my mother would bring me to his practices and I would cry from beginning to end. And so finally, after one practice, uh, the coach was leaving the arena and he stopped and sees me creating all this fuss. And he says, my mother, what's, what's wrong with him? And my mother just says, you know, sheepishly, he wants to play hockey. And so the, the, the coach just says, okay, well, next practice, bring him out and, and, and uh, have him skate. And so that's exactly what happened. And because of my tears, I started a, a year uh, ahead of my time. And the rest is history, as they say. For Bernie, sport came naturally. I feel like um, I was pretty much put on the planet to, to use my body. And, and of course you do that through athletics. And so I was good at all the sports. Um, I played too many sports and, and I, I, I can list 20 of them. I played everything. If it, if it was a sport I was playing it. In school, I was on the track team. I was on the basketball team. I was on the volleyball team. I was on the, on the soccer team. So I played every sport. But because of the dominance of hockey in Canada, of course, hockey became my favorite sport. We'd watch Saturday, you know, Saturday night hockey on, on, on TV every, every Saturday type of thing. And so it was clear that hockey would be my favorite. 
His early skills developed playing for hours on ponds in his neighborhood. Uh, I always call myself a skilled player. You know, back back in the day when you played pond hockey or when you played on the outdoor rinks, um, there's sometimes 10 players aside. And so it was, it was kind of like the, the law of the jungle where only the strongest, or in this case, the more, most skilled survived. And so we, we learned playing ho hockey out there with, with you know, 20 people on the ice type of, type of thing. And uh, that's where I learned my skills. It wasn't through you know, coaches or teaching whatnot. It was just out there being on the ice almost every day, practicing my, my skills. Bernie has a competitive streak. So keeping up with his big brother, John, fueled his drive. Well, probably my biggest influence was my brother, to tell you the truth, because I, we're family three. We, we had, John was the oldest, I was the middle. We, we had a younger a sister, Gail. And John, of course, was older, bigger, stronger. And so for me, that was my goal, um, was to beat my brother. In everything, but 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 hockey was 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 most important, most important, and prominent. I was a nerd, but a sports nerd. Meaning, when I was home, I was at the rink or even in the basement shooting pucks, type of thing. And so um, it took a while, but eventually I caught and eventually surpassed my brother. Um, but but having him there as as a goal was was something that really drove me as as a kid. As his skills grew, Bernie then began getting noticed and invited to training camps. However, it was the 1970s and he was often the only black player on the ice. At times, he did not feel comfortable. I kind of parachuted to these camps in, in Toronto all of a sudden. Nobody could perceive of a black hockey player. And so it was kind of after one or two practices. Um, and I was really distraught. Um, eventually after, I think it was after three camps, um, I basically gave up and stopped, stopped playing hockey and it was a really difficult time in my life. But then of course, um, after a while I took a breath and eventually played, played juvenile. And, uh, as luck would have it, the Pickering Panthers as a team, they had, um, four players that violated curfew. And so they needed emergency, emergency replacements. I came in. Scored a couple goals. I think I had a goal and two, two assists and did really well. And he kept me on the, on the, on the team after that. And, of course, the rest is here shit. But I, I lost about um, a third of that season um, because, because I didn't begin the season with them. While playing for the Pickering Panthers, Bernie remembers how his coach and team stood by his side at a time he really needed them. We're playing for the Pickering Panthers, and we go to Belleville, and there's a game with playoff implications. The stadium is just packed the way it always was, and we were the arch rivals, and um, racism just rained down from the rafters the way it happened back back in the back in the day. And so, at, at a certain point, Coach Basson kind of you know folds his arms and wouldn't put the team on the ice. The referees come over to the bench and he goes, I want that character thrown out of this ring because of the abuse he was raining down on me. 
And the referees were saying, Coach, you know, if you don't put your team on the ice, then you're going to have to forfeit this game. Coach Basson just said, we are not playing another second until this guy is this sort of game. And so I was just so embarrassed and aghast. I'm staring down at my state laces because the whole rink, the whole focus of the whole rink is on me. I, I just want to be a part of the team and play the game that I love. But because I show up in this black skin, the whole, you know, effort is, 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 is drawn my way. So, so eventually the person was, was thrown out of the rink and they resumed the game. It's such a wonderful story because I feel that that's the way racism should be held. I think it should be the teammates and the coaches and everybody else. I think racism should be a we problem, not a me problem, meaning everybody else should get involved. Sometimes I hear the voices of, of, of some of the players that say, well, what can we do? My simple answer is, do, you know, act out, support the person. You know, stop the game, do whatever it takes, support the person, don't leave the person to handle with the racism by themselves. If you're enjoying My Hockey Hero and thinking about starting your own hockey card collection, I'd suggest you start with eBay eBay is all about connecting communities and feeling passions. Because of its thriving card collector community, I was able to make my dream come true by collecting the rookie cards of the NHL's black and biracial players. Start your own collection at ebay.ca slash hockey cards. As Bernie star Sean Brighter, his next step was college hockey. He was given the chance to play for Western Michigan University. But even then, he found he had to tread carefully because of his skin color. We arrive on the scene in Kalamazoo, Michigan, but you go into that cafeteria, into the University Cath cafeteria, and back in those days, sex segregation. So the blacks sat with the blacks, the whites sat with the whites. Well, who did John and I sat with? We sat with the hockey players. That was our fraternity, but it was just so odd. As a matter of fact, I experienced some death threats that, that first year. Because, and, and we couldn't identify if, if the caller was black or, or white. I had discussions with the coach and whatnot, and we had some, some, some police um, following, following the issue. But it was, it, was, it was so strange. But on the positive side, it was good for me and John because there was a couple of, of black um, track athletes that were right across the, the hall from us. And, and for example, they play Earth, Wind, and Fire and, and, and some, some, some black music. And we were like, wow, what is that? <laughs> like, that, sounds, that sounds great. So it was positive, it was positive and negative, but it was really a big cultural shift for both of us because we, just, we weren't used to being around people of color. With a successful college career behind him, his brother John helped him get his name out to as many NHL teams as possible. So I, I was I was following. I did really well. You know, I I left as Western as the all-time leading scorer, fulfilled all my objectives, and we played in some big tournaments and whatnot. And and so I got some NHL uh, looks. I, I was not drafted, and so when I graduated or when when school was over, John actually sent letters. John being my, my big brother, um, who was my de facto first agent. He sent out letters to every general manager in the NHL and the WHA. And we, we had we had a few that showed interest. Long story short, I ended up going to Quebec mainly because one, we thought I, I, I had the best opportunity of making the roster 
And two, because Jacques Demers, my former junior D coach, was was now the coach of the Quebec Nordiques. Now officially an NHL player, Bernie experienced some familiar feelings. That was one of the things that was 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 so puzzling to me when I made it to the NHL, and, and people couldn't go back in the, in the mid mid to late seventies that they, they couldn't grasp the idea of a black hockey player. And of course, I didn't see myself as a black hockey player. I saw myself as a hockey player, and so I did all the training and so on and so forth that you know you would expect of somebody that's going to be playing. In, in, the, in, the, in the National Hockey League. And so when I made it there, again, I just thought that was where it's supposed to be. It, 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 wasn't, it wasn't even um, that intimidating when, when I made it there because I, I, I planned my, my whole life. The disappointing thing, of course, with my story was that um, outwardly, pe- people just, just couldn't fathom the concept of, of a black hockey player. And so that caused a lot of problems um, when, when I finally made, finally made it there. But even on my, my first game, I, I just felt like this was my path and this was where I was supposed to be. The flip side is just a wonderful thing. Almost every town I played in, I became the fan favorite. Western Michigan University, for four years, I was a captain and fan favorite. Every time I touched the puck, the, the fans would get up on their feet and Standing ovations every time I, I did something good. Um, the Syracuse example, I go into Syracuse, and of course I'm I'm setting the AHL on fire. But the the um, Syracuse University Law Society forms this Bernie Saunders fan club, where you know there'd be 40, 50 guys up in this one section with a banner and so on and so forth. And the same thing, everything, every time I I, I touch the puck type of thing, um, they would jump to their feet. Now, I like to say that. I had this dynamic style, which which was which was um, favorable. I was one of these Charlie Hustle guys where I, I never let up let, let, let on a play, and as a goal scorer and a black on top of that. And so I, I think I was, um, you know, a good person to watch. But the point is, is that there's good and bad to every story, and that's a, that's a, that's the positive side. Every place I went went there, I turned in, in, into the, the local town. A town favorite. As Bernie got to the end of his second season, he decided that the NHL was no longer the right path in his life. But as a young student, he'd work hard to pack a parachute, as he likes to call it. Every fiber of my body felt that I would play 15 years in the NHL. There's no question in my mind. But when I got to Western Western Michigan University, I'm the type of person that felt, well, you're here. You know, I'm at university now. I may as, I may as well I'll take advantage of it. And so a lot of the players, unfortunately, a lot of players flunked out. And then a lot of other players just took um, courses just to, to stay eligible. I felt, no, I'm, I'm here. Um, let me plot something that can pay dividends down the road. And so I, I um, took a major, took on a major in marketing, business administration with an emphasis in marketing. And so I'm a hard worker, and so I, I learned to put as much effort into my education and in, into my books as I did into hockey. And again, as the story kind of flows, when I hit that crossroads with hockey where I'm educated and I don't like this, I'm not having fun, the game is kind of rejecting me, I have an alternative, and I, I, I 
took the right hand turn and got into business. And again, I've had a great life and I've never looked back. The wisdom he acquired from hockey is something we can all learn from. I think, I think the most important thing for me is that hockey is no different than any, any other endeavor. Um, I, I was a person that was just dedicated to my sport. And I, I would have done the same thing if it was playing guitar or, or, or something else. And so, Again, I, I had this this one this goal in mind. And for me, um, it was more than a goal. It, it was it was almost like a plan. It wasn't you no know, if I play in the hockey, if I play in the NHL. It was when I play in the NHL. And so for a young person, um, I'd say if, if it's hockey or whatever it is, um, just 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 put in the work, get the information, of course, um, that that you need to improve yourself and get the coaching, and whatnot. But just Put in the work, day and night, dedicate yourself, get the information. There's so many things that you can do um, in, in today's world to get information. And then just apply it and just, just to be dogged, have dogged determination to go for it. Because I just outworked my competition, did all the things, all the lessons from hockey. I applied to business and repeated the same thing. And I was ultra successful in business. So it's been a great life and things will fall in line. We're proud to be working with Hockey Equality. Hockey Equality is on a mission to create diversity at all levels of the game of hockey by lowering financial barriers for BIPOC female and other equity deserving youth hockey players. If you've been moved by the stories shared on this podcast and want to help make hockey accessible to all, check out hockeyequality.org. If you've enjoyed this podcast, but would like to dive deeper, then check out our extended version of this interview at Recognize Black Hockey Heroes of the NHL. You can click on the link in the show notes or find it wherever you get your podcasts. This has been a Podstarter production. production.